You're listening to DraftKings Network. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Rest in peace. Congratulations to Team Japan on winning the World Baseball Classic. Uh, Vince McMahon himself could not have scripted a better finish to this tournament. I saw some people out there tweeting like, it just, you can't, you can't script that. Mike Trout versus Shohei Otani. We saw Dallas's video that he tweeted. Actually, you know what? I'm going to pull that up right now. Because I... I'm going to pull this up right now. There was uh, I I didn't even get to fucking see like the open. It, it looked like the Olympics, like the opening ceremony oh, of the Olympics. They had Mike Trout I mean, and Shohei Otani come out with fucking tiki torches. Uh, I, I how many times did you? I had no, that just like fucking popped up on the TV and I just started losing it. But so like, I, got I was so I was fucking excited. At, I was laughing at this video because you know, I could like picture like your wife and children like watching you do this. All right, here's a video. <laughs> Come on. Are you kidding me? This doesn't make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. I want to run through my fucking TV right now. <laughs> Showtime. <laughs> Captain America. Flags in hand. Soldiers behind. Ready to do battle. It's the WBC. Ah! <laughs> and it just cuts off at the end where was your family when you were making that uh my wife in the kitchen yeah. and but but was when i stopped and like you know i i hit pause and i was like oh man that was fucking great and i turned around and my wife's <laughs> She's got a spatula in her hand and she's just fucking staring a hole through <laughs> me because I, sh- I shit you not. <laughs> so she's looking at me and she had just put our daughter down to sleep. Just put her down to sleep. And, and I wasn't like, it was like. She had walked into the bedroom to put her to sleep and I had come in from up in the office. And so I didn't know where she was and what she was doing. And she came into the kitchen and I saw that happen on the TV and just fucking the outburst came. And then the, the death stare came immediately after. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like she, at this point, she has to get it. Um, she does. She, you know, she fully, she fully gets she it. She signed up for she's this l- for life. She's along for the ride. Um, I mean, I, but, but those moments, and you said you can't script it. Let's remember, I, I I told you, I told you that this was coming and that this moment was going to do exactly what it did. Now, sure, does it suck that it, it played out the way it did for American fans? Yeah, Captain America gets punched out on a fucking nasty slider. That was gross. Unfair. What the fuck? Didn't want to see that. Flip side, love it. Shohei. The show of emotion from that dude, like you might not see another outburst like that until he wins the World Series. If, if, if. So this was the moment. This was the battle 
that baseball had been waiting for. And for it all to boil down, a one-run game, top of the ninth, Japan up by one, the greatest player to ever touch a baseball, the greatest player to ever touch a baseball bat, squaring off to settle the dust. I fucking love it. So Joe brought this point up before we started recording. Um, I'll I'll let you introduce it about about rooting for who in, in the ninth inning. Well, I mean, hey. Look, I got I got the fucking merch, you know. I'm Team USA. Mm. I I tried to I tried out this year. They didn't pick me, but I still <laughs> stick with the guys and like but it's like I've never rooted rooted against Shohei in my life and it was like hard. It was like weird to see him come into the ninth. And as much as I was rooting for USA, it was like almost like, uh, like but do I want to see Shohei lose with his fucking country like his country right. with everyone just like this is like the pinnacle of sports in their country, maybe history with the guy coming to face the other guy, like knowing that and knowing Shoei and as much as everyone loves Shoei, it was fucking really like a weird feeling. Like it was hard to be 110% bought in to the States winning. I was. And when I saw Mike Trout come up there, I was like, Oh fuck. I thought Mike Trout was going to take him deep. Honestly. When I saw him take that first pitch, I was like, ooh. Jay, hey, as a uh, as a baseball man through and through, what were your emotions when it's the ninth inning, three to two Japan, Shohei Otani on the mound, Mike Trout's coming to the plate? What are you what are you feeling in that moment? There was absolutely no conflict in me internally whatsoever. I was rooting for Shohei Otani <laughs> to strike out Mike Trout. <clears throat> you fucking communist. And I would have been totally fine if Mike Trout like hit a game tying home run. Like that would have been yeah. cool. I wouldn't have been disappointed. But no question, I was rooting for Shohei because <clears throat> we talked about it in the previous pod. Like the the story here is going to be the elevation of the WBC as an event. Uh, it's going to be like. I, I think Joey nailed it. I think this isn't this has got the momentum now. This is an inevitability. This is a runaway train that's not going to stop moving forward. But on an individual level, the story of this WBC was the ascension and the coronation of Shohei Otani as the greatest player in the world right now. And I think him striking out Mike Trout is poetic in a number of ways. Um, oh. oh, as it relates to that mantle. Uh, and, oh, I think, oh. and I think the the image of Shohei striking him out and being legitimately like just in like captured in the moment and and really excited I think is is the takeaway that was appropriate for the 2023 WBC. It it was a fucking yard sale hat glove gone. Fuck yeah, Otani losing it. This right here is the cherry on top. To the approach that I told you that Shohei was taking when he decided to sign on the dotted line years ago. It doesn't get any better than this. Remember, I'm playing with your best. We'll measure those sticks later and see who comes up longer. And now you'll put us on the biggest stage that your game has to offer, that our game could possibly present to the world. And I will go on that stage and dominate your best. Just putting the exclamation point on why I deserve half a billion fucking dollars. So I'll say this. Dallas has had this take for years that Shohei chose the Angels 
because he wanted to be side by side with Mike Trout to be like, I'm that much better than Mike Trout. This is your this is your best guy. I'm the best guy. I scoffed at it for a long time. <clears throat> and then this World Baseball Classic happened and they ha- they said it tonight on the broadcast that Shohei never takes BP uh, on, the, on the, field. the field. Never. He, he just goes underneath and he does his thing. So for the last two games, he's mm-hmm. taken BP on the field and said, <laughs> I was trying to strike fear into the hearts of my <laughs> opponent so that if the pitchers saw me launching baseballs off the fucking scoreboard, like you're next. I'm paraphrasing. But that is the gist of what he said and why he took batting practice out on the field. So now it's because we're so used to cute Shohei where even though, yeah, he, like in the ninth inning, he threw he threw a fastball that was a he yanked a, like a I think it was like a two two maybe. I know it was a two strike pitch, a uh, hundred and two to the backstop. Stu throws a hundred and two <laughs> miles an hour. Uh, he can hit 470 foot, 500 foot bombs. But he's so polite and nice and he has moments where he just, you know, oh, you dropped your helmet. Here you go. I'll pick it up for you. Like he's not your typical like Nolan Ryan. I'm going to choke you out and break your fucking nose. He's not your Roger Clemens where I'm going to throw the broken bat back at you. He's very respectful and polite to his opponents. But in this tournament, he has revealed himself to be one of the fiercest competitors. That's I guess like it's it's hiding. It's been high. Obviously. He's a he's a fucking fierce competitor. No. If the dude has a, a a work regimen that is essentially unprecedented from what we're being told, because we don't we don't really get to see he's all a, of it. He's, he's a an assassin. He's an assassin, and that's the thing: is his teammates get to see it. If you're around the game and in the division, or you get to see it. I've watched this. I watch him, bro. I watch him like a fucking hawk, like a hawk. It, but to see all of this, this undercover assassin come to the surface and other people get to witness it. I mean, well, think about what he said to the boys before they take the field, right? Putting it all in perspective, his words, not mine. Quote, if you admire them, you won't be able to surpass them. Mm-hmm. For today, let's stop admiring them and just think about winning. Come on. It sounds like a page out of like the art of war. It really does. Like it's it's almost like he is he is uh his mindset is similar to that. Like he's viewing Absolutely. competition on the field as like the field of battle. And like here he's, is how we do this. It starts mentally before you can execute this physically. Yeah. Which is the that, right way to go about it. That like him taking BP and saying what he said is basically like two countries That's locking up ready to go. We're ready to go to war. No. And then one country going, hey, you want to come over this weekend? I got some nukes and shit I wanted to show you. Just, you know, <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. I wanted to show you the fleet of, of airplanes and shit I got. I got some cool boats as well. And I got these things that fly like thousands of feet high. You don't even have to be around them. They're called drone. I got awesome shit. You want to come take a look? Because I know that you, you might not have that. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, Shohei, <laughs> Shohei really like, because... He's like graduated, like he was the two sword samurai, but now he's a three sword samurai. We've seen the bat, we've seen the fucking arm, but now that third sword, his giant cock, that is just fucking <laughs> Jesus, lays it on the line. The three sword samurai came out and proved he's the greatest player on earth. That's a great a nickname, the three sword samurai <laughs> Shohei Otami. 
Um, but to, to go ahead, Jay. No, I was just going to say, like, I know the slider is going to get a lot of attention. The, the slider that he struck him out on and God, for good reason, what an incredibly mm-hmm. nasty pitch that was. But it, it, it was in terms of like the Shohei measuring against Trout and whether we believe that's part of the motivation, like he pumped two 100 plus fastballs, one, to one at the knees and one like right at uh, right down Trout's gut, like the chest area and obviously pumped him right by him. And that that to me was as badass or more than the oh, yeah. strike him out where you're just like. And I think I think they commented on the broadcast like Trout yes. nodded at the first one, I think. Um, and like that he, first he threw one, him 100 miles an hour for for strike two right down the plate. Trout right swung through it and he was like, OK, all right. He yeah. swung and missed both times, had no fucking chance. And that's why Smoltzy and I and I said the exact same thing that Smoltzy said on TV. I said, fuck it, throw him another one. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, hey, fuck. I, I wanted <laughs> fuck yeah, your best, my best. Here's the fucking. I wanted Shohei to just step back and gather himself, and then just fucking motion with his glove. Here it comes. Yeah, I, I think, fucking comes. I Let's was, fucking go. It's not the perfect comparison, but I was having major flashbacks to Eric Gagne versus Gagne Bonds. Bonds, yeah. When it's yeah. just like the best in the world versus the best in the world at that time, and that's uh, that's basically what we saw. So I was well, watching on. Um, like I was streaming it. So I was on a little bit of a delay. So I would get like, I have like my push notifications for all like the big national writers for that at bat. I like I, the fact that we even got it three, two, ninth inning, two outs, trout, Otani championship game. The fact that we got that, I was like, all right, I, I've, I don't care if I don't get like the clip out in, in first or in time, I flipped my phone upside down. Didn't want to like anything to spoil it, and I just sat there and I watched the entire at bat with a shit eating grin on my face. I was just smiling <laughs> watching the entire at bat. <laughs> I was so fucking happy. But to to Joey's point earlier about you find yourself rooting for Shohei in that specific at bat, it's not like you're rooting against the United States. You're not rooting against Mike Trout at your core. If you're a diehard baseball fan, like. If you're booking this like Vince McMahon, who has to go over in that spot? If that's yeah. the oh, WrestleMania main event and you've been be building up your star, you've been building up your star and building him up. And now he, he's he got John Cena. He's got he's got the Undertaker at WrestleMania. And this is this is the guy that you're telling all the fans like this is the guy. He's the face. He has to go over at WrestleMania. I'm not rooting against the United States. I'm rooting for baseball. I was rooting for Shohei Otani to to strike out Mike Trout in that at bat, and that's exactly what fucking happened. It, it, like de- that's the result that baseball needed was that definitely. What it's happened. definitely the the best result, also because like like the Japan was the better team, I think, like by far, not by far. Yes, their arms. There's a difference yeah. in arms there. 100%. Yeah, yeah, it's just a little bit. I hate to say it, but I, I can't even remember the guy's fucking name. But I was like. We're getting to the part of the USA's pitching staff where I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck this guy is. Like, that's not good. Who, who Bednar? Adam? No, 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 no. Bednar, no, he's legit. Um, there was, it was like the second or third guy out of the pen. I was like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Not Devin Williams. No, of course not. Uh, fuck Airbender. Yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, 
it was it was everything that that it was billed to be. It was everything that it should have been. You know, you, you got but, the homer, you got the performance, you got you got it all. But it shouldn't have been. It should have been our best fucking pitchers pitching against them. That's what it should have been, and that's what it should be going forward. Well, and, I mean, and I, that's why this, I like this. Is like this is gonna tell them like we're not just gonna fucking win every year with uh you know Bednar. No offense, Bednar he had a great tournament or starting Merrill Kelly and but, you know not getting through three innings like the the inevitability comment though Joe that rings true louder and louder every second because what did Mike Trout say before the game I'm I already let these dudes know I'm back for 2026 like let's let's run it back I'll be here so I think you're starting to see and hopefully it if they tell him no thanks because of that about <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's starting to hold and, and get to a point where the invitation is something that you're anticipating and hoping you get as opposed to finding out that you've been asked to join the WBC team and then you having to decide whether or not it's a sacrifice you want to make with your time away from your team, training regimen, blah, 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 blah. I think you're watching guys realize, you know what? This means a whole lot. And frankly, who knows if I ever have the chance to play this kind of meaningful baseball later down the road, if the opportunity arises right now, why wouldn't I be all over it? And why wouldn't I jump at the chance to be teammates with the best players in the fucking world? Yeah. Good luck to all these scumbag owners, scumbag front office people who want to freaking control the players. And I'm oh, sorry. Like we have a lot of money invested. Like shut the fuck up. These players are going to play like every single tournament. More and more players are going to want to play in it. And that, that's the best thing for the tournament. Best thing for the game. And um, owners, GM, they'll get over it. I don't think it's that much of an injury risk, honestly. It's the same shit. <clears throat> Agree. I mean, like, looking back on it, who do we lose? Edwin Diaz, freak injury, fluke injury. Uh, Jose Altuve, that could have happened in spring training. He got hit by a pitch. Like, or we didn't most- have guys blow out because they were going max effort in this tournament. Right. And like, remember, Diaz, that's a that's a celebration. That's, the, the like, the freak aspect of it. It wasn't playing baseball. <clears throat> Correct. Um. So- even like Nolan getting hit on the hand, it's like, yeah, you know, like a lot of that shit. It's like, yeah, that could have happened in spring training. Like you can't like nothing you could blame the WBC for. Probably more likely to happen in spring training. You're going to get more at bats. So and you're going to get you're going to be facing more guys that don't know where the fuck the ball is going because you're playing against Joey Dickhead, number 97, who's trying to make the team. He's trying to make the single A squad like it's it is what it is. Um, but objectively speaking, the best world baseball classic ever. I know that that's not a large sample. We're not talking about a, a, a ton of tournaments here, but <clears throat> to to Joe's point earlier about how far the tournament has come and the New York Yankees apologizing to their fans on behalf of the players that decided to play in the tournament in 2006 to now where it is now, you get Rob Manfred out there handing out the medals and You've got the game's biggest star closing out the championship game in the ninth inning. You've got Mike Trout, the arguably the best player that we've ever seen, not named Shohei Otani, saying, you know what, I'm, I'm already committing to the next one. So, I mean, it, it's, it's only going to get bigger and better. Uh, I am excited to see what it becomes uh, in the future, like what stars saw. Because that's, that's, we made this point before. The 2017 World Baseball Classic, I think that put the tournament on the map. Before that, it was the inaugural one. 
2006, we were kind of just curious. We we're like, what the fuck is this? Like, what's going on here? Um, 09, eh, 13, eh, 17. Everyone was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I, I see the vision. And then this was the one where it was like, yep, like we're not there yet. We're not the World Cup, but I see the path, uh, at least from a baseball perspective. Baseball is never going to be on the same level as soccer globally. I get it. Um, but at least we see the path. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully, you know, we see some American pitchers say, fuck it, I want to go. And I can't remember if I said this on the episode that we recorded earlier today, but I talked to some pretty good starting pitchers, American starting pitchers that were like, yeah, I would have went. They didn't ask. So maybe that changes in 2026. But uh, yeah, maybe you start to see guys throw themselves in the mix. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's fucking if you're Randy Rosarena, to to a, a little Twitter or Instagram <laughs> direct message to the president. And next thing you right. know, you're on the team. It doesn't take that much of a, a heavy lift. You know, I feel like a lot of guys like if I if I got Mark DeRose's number, I'm sure that there are plenty of pitchers in the league that could text d and be like, hey. Me, I'd love to be trying to get out. Yeah. Holla. Yeah. I, so I don't know. I, that's that's my hope is that. Um, we start to see more stars and I don't want to get too nitpicky about it. It was excellent. But if there was one part of it, which was like the crux of the, this doesn't mean anything. Meaningless baseball was, uh, the, the community of baseball fans in America that are like, I don't care about it. So that means no one cares about it. And I don't care about it because look at all the United States pitchers that said, I'm all set with going, but you know, on the last episode, Dallas was making great points. Guys are more worried about getting paid and who could ever blame them? Who could ever blame them? But I, I guess if there if there's a counter to that, you point to the guy who is on the mound for the final out saying that dude is in line for half a billion dollars. And he was out there pitching throughout the entire tournament, including getting the final out, striking out Mike Trout to win the title for Japan. So I, what, what I want to know is like they had um. They were saying like these pitchers on Team USA, like there's a rule, like the clubs were saying, if a guy warms up, he has to come in. And if he warms up, he doesn't come in, he can't pitch. Like, are they enforcing that for these other teams in other countries? Or is that just, what is that? Yes, they come with protocol, but nobody else is dealing with the level of protocol that the US team is because every one of those dudes comes with kit gloves. Here's how you handle it. They come with instructions right out of the box. Everybody else there's a little more feel involved if you're not an affiliated roster player in America. That doesn't mean that you're anything less because you probably have a contract in the Nippon League or the Korean League or whatever. So you're still a, a viable commodity to somebody, but maybe you don't come with all the, you know, the hoops and the hurdles that arms stateside do. Yeah, that's something that like that we uh, need to get rid of. I don't know what the solution is play half like in the middle of the season or what but like i don't like japan wasn't dealing with that they had 30 fucking guys in the bullpen getting warmed up the whole game this uh, is i i love the format for me this is ideal you don't like a mid-season freaking mid-season bring them all over have a freaking international all-star no. game international home run derby Three week break. Everyone's chilling. Everyone's three week break, Joe. Three weeks break. Get over it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you can didn't see pitching for three weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't seen pitching in like four years, dude. 
And I, I fucking put my hat in the ring for Team USA. I didn't get picked, but it doesn't mean I didn't volunteer. It's a good point. You're out there. What do you got, Jay? Nothing. I, I know we're trying to keep this tight, so I don't want to make it a whole separate discussion. But the one angle we haven't discussed uh, for the U.S. coming up short this year is the one thing that 2017 had, 2023 didn't have. It's Eric Osmer. Mm, that's that true. That clubhouse they did leadership. have the intangibles. That clubhouse leadership. You could feel the void towards the end of that game. And uh, it dawned on me. 2017, they won. 2023, they did not. <laughs> well, if you're a math guy, that's called a denominator. Yep. Mm-hmm. Causation mm-hmm. and correlation. <laughs> what what, would, you, what would you do if we got Hosmer on the podcast, Jay? Hey, would, what would be your first question? Wow. Um, I would say whether whether the onslaught from social media has impacted his ability to perform on the field. Mm. Like, does he see the content and say, wow, and then it gets into his head and like he doesn't do as well that day. He's like, no, nah, I got another set of zeros I can look at that put a smile on my face. Yeah, that's fine. Money, that's fine. Money, money can't buy <laughs> happiness, and they can't buy fly balls either. Ooh! <laughs> wow! See, I'm ready. For wow! I'm ready. I'm ready for Eric. I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> Hit him with the analytics, dude. I Damn. love that. We need more of that, dude. We just need some fucking guys just roasting players to their face about like, you know, Jay's arbitration rate. segment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what else Arm we need with more Jay-Hay? of? <laughs> We need more of uh, no Xfinity uh, 10G. Turn it up. Yeah. You know, I actually, someone had a great idea. I think it might have been on the Baseball's Dead Reddit page <clears throat> that we should do the um, Team USA World Baseball Classic Mount Rushmore. Oh, I like that. Would you guys be down I for like that? It. Yeah, I'd be down for that. All right. Next, next week, the Team USA... I mean, we should do, honestly, we should do Team Japan. USA kind of sucks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was a winner tonight. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah. Shout out to the yeah, you were. Sportsbook. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> you got to bet with your head, not your heart, Dallas. That's it. That's it. Hey, I've been saying. Been done saying. <laughs> yeah. Listen. There's so much basketball to watch right now. It's crazy. And like a ball with a funky spin, it can be hard to handle. It can be hard to... You know what? I was doing so good with ad reads being able to read for like this entire... Like ever since Jay Hay came back, I'm like, I'm crushing these reads. Like I can read good. Um, <laughs> this is my first one where I've had a little trouble. So I'm going to do it from the top. Listen, there's oh, so wow. much basketball to watch right now. It's crazy. And like a ball with a funky spin, it can be hard to get a handle on it all. Now you can stay on top of all the madness with the Xfinity 10G network. With Xfinity 10G, you can power an entire house full of devices with ultra low lag so you and everyone you know can stream every single game at the same time and never miss a shot. And if you're on the go, Xfinity will still be right there with the the assist with millions of Wi-Fi hotspots. Introducing the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash 10G. 
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. <clears throat> um all right. Uh, I thought uh I thought we did a pretty good job of um covering the tournament. Coming up yes. to it, during it. I thought this was a good episode after it. And it's it, like, maybe you can relate to this, Dallas. Tonight kind of feels like a big card, like UFC fight, where there was just a buildup between two heavyweights. You finally got the payoff that you wanted to see. And now it's like, all right, what what's next? Well, this was what now this was like this was like uh, this was like getting Floyd and Pacquiao when we were supposed to get it yeah yeah that's what this was like yeah not floyd fucking you know crumbling soup cans and pack i don't know taking fucking government meetings like there's just there's a lot left to be desired by the time those two squared off so yeah to see trout prime otani prime uh to see both these teams littered with the talent that they have in the championship to get a real good feel for what baseball looks like in every other corner of the earth, aside from our own, I, I think baseball did as good as it possibly could have. Mm. And and again, a, a sincere shout out to the international uh, fans and the, and the international teams because the conversation that a lot of my boys have, and they still have it, they've been made aware of how things go, but they're just like, dude, baseball everywhere else seems so fucking rad. Seems so rad. Um, Danny Vietti just tweeted this out. Uh, when the Houston Astros won the World Series, Fox Sports tweeted out a, a graphic for the Houston Astros, and it got eighty nine hundred likes. <laughs> and uh, after one hour, how many likes do you think the Japan graphic has? Four million <laughs> likes, not views. Oh. After an hour? 158.7 thousand. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of likes, man. That's a lot of likes. <laughs> how many how many views do you think the, the, the final out in one hour has 7.3 million views? Oh my god. When uh when do you think we're gonna get the viewership numbers, Joe? Uh for this game? Yeah. I'll probably I don't Tomorrow? know. I don't know. I don't, in the next few days. Okay. I mean, it takes a couple of days, I think. Okay. Um, I, 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 you know, I almost don't even want to bring this up, but I think it's just, it's something to mention. I don't know it? if it was intentional. Uh, just something I noticed. Mm-hmm. Multiple lines. Individuals handing out the medals to the players. Uh, Darvish and Otani towards the end of their lines. Ready to receive medals. There was some confusion. You know, who's going where? Darvish did not go to Commissioner Manfred, uh, received his medal from somebody else. Uh, Darvish, on his way up to receive his medal, multiple times looked back and was asking, who, who, where do I go? Who do, I, do I see Rob? Do I see this other guy? Who do I get the medal from? Uh, got his medal. 
did not remove his hat mm. for Uncle Manfred. Did not remove his hat for Rob Manfred. Again, this, this could be a Freudian slip. I don't think there was any ill. I don't think there's no there's no malice here. Just something I took note of because he took his hat off and and everybody else. Interesting. Well, you get, we're going to use that as motivation in three years. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> because to disrespect our commissioner in our fucking country, <laughs> that's where I draw the line, man. That, is that where you're like going after more. Shohei now? <laughs> well, I don't know what Shohei did. I'm not going to speak on Shohei, but I'm here. Shohei's a big Manfred guy. I love him. And I love the league. I love him. He created <laughs> it. With the help yeah, of and the internet. He's on the internet, too. He's a big deal. I and mean, like, I'm hearing people saying MPB is better than MLB. That's just what I'm hearing. And I don't know. I'm not the type of guy who would just take that. I don't think it's better, but I think you sound like a fucking idiot if you compare it to AAA now. Is that yes. fair? Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I well, I, I said it, not that I'm any authority, but I think it's an understanding like, because people around the game understand how much that gap has closed. Mm-hmm. And you can see it by the impact of guys that come over here where, I mean, one of the last guys that I think about struggling mightily was a guy by the name of Kinji Jojima. Came over and was just a disaster behind the dish and was like, you know what? I got like 12 mil, maybe even 20, something like that left on the table here. I'm out later. Going home. Wait, he left mid-contract? Gone. I don't remember that. I mean, I remember the name Kenji Jojima, but I don't remember him bouncing in the middle of his deal. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Not going to finish this one out. We'll see you later. Cool. Yeah. I respect it. Uh, yeah, I mean, the better team won. And look, I mean, look at, ever watch the Little League World Series? Yeah. Who wins that shit every fucking time? Fucking Curacao? No, Japan. <laughs> Japan wins it. Like, I remember growing up and being like, I thought we're the fucking best. We lose to Japan in Little League every fucking year as a kid. I remember being like pissed off about that, you know? <laughs> Like well, I remember, there were some there were some issues back in the day, right? That like, was late, Taiwan, eighties, like nineties. Was it Taiwan? I thought <laughs> yeah. it's Taiwan. There's, yeah. a whole, like, fucking There's a whole video on uh, baseball doesn't exist. Go watch it. Oh, oh, Seventeen year olds out there. The whole That's video a on funny the World Series. Little uh, East uh, Taiwan team. That is a very. Uh, it's not funny. It's actually very sad. But there are some funny elements. They won the tournament without giving up a hit. So yeah, like, who, like, who's yeah? Who was the one kid? The uh, the big the big white kid from like Pennsylvania named Cody or something who was like fucking 150 pounds bigger than everybody else. That's tough. There's a 30 for 30 on that guy. I do. I remember that one. Shout out to Cody. Mm-hmm. Never quite made it, man. They put a lot of pressure on those kids. Not not yeah. fair. Yeah. You see this quote from Mike Trout? No. Mike Trout on the Shohei Otani matchup. He won round one. Oh. Oh. Round two. Fight. Fight. I can't fucking wait. See, they need to st- they need to start uh the next the next promo to the WBC should be Shohei should be a clip of Otani digging in, taking the mound, trout, head hat tip, digging in. Round two. Fade mm. to black. Mm. Yeah, then USA just gets fucking eliminated in pool play. (laughs) (laughs) They get dealt by Israel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking Italy just dragging their nuts across their forehead. Uh, All right. right, um, Any other final thoughts? We'll see you guys in uh, four years. Next episode coming out in 
2026. Yeah, stay tuned for the next WBC episode 2026. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> do you think we'll still be doing a podcast in 2026? Uh, I mean, I got nothing to do. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How old will you be in 20? Will you be 40 by then? Brother, I'm 40 this year. What? Let's yeah. go. Oh, yeah. He gone. He gone. <laughs> yep. Blowing out candles and hamstrings and fucking groins and everything. Oh, man. 40. Yeah. That is yeah, it's I mean, a bear. <laughs> Ancient. You're on, you're on the fucking path to be the manager of Team USA, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> Looking at who we got there now, I think Dallas Braden is in the cards. Yeah. I honestly thought before they hired fucking Kotze that Dallas was just like hiding that he was going to be the next manager of the ace. I was like, what do they got to lose? Who fucking cares? Oh, oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I think that you would be a great like, hey, we fucking suck, but like, let's let's learn some things and keep it loose kind of manager. Nah. <laughs> Dallas would do some freaking Billy Bean Moneyball fucking freakouts in there, dog. Yeah, we got we got early up. work at 10 a.m. We're hitting before the game. We got cage work after. Who needs Yo. PFPs? Yo, yeah. God help that the the video person working with Dallas Braden <laughs> is the manager. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, why? 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 Because no, my demands are you saying looking fine earlier today? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I swear to God, I had a moment like that this spring. I walked in this and spring. our like the you know the in-house software no. database. Uh, I go to pull up and I'm clicking the button and it's just like nothing, like not even registering. And I was like, and I looked around and I swear to God, it was like the second day I was there and I had each and every one of you assholes in my head because mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, if I ask what the fuck is going on and it's a simple fix. Am am I leaving myself open to just get completely fucking crushed right now? Because in the in the baseball world, like there's no tiptoeing around it. You don't know something, you're getting fucking buried, buried. So, so I called him over. Man. I was like, "Hey, I was like Eddie, um, what's uh, am I doing this wrong?" <laughs> and he clicked it, clicked it twice, and then just goes, "Oh fuck!" And I was like, "Oh, thank God, thank God, this was not me. Thank fucking God." Because I could hear each one of you assholes. Restart it. Force quit. Fucking restart it. Suck my dick. Uh, The the, the troubleshoot king. Dallas Braden. Tech guy Dallas. We'd get there. Mm -hmm. We'd get there. I I also, before we go. Oh, go ahead, Jay. No, I just, I didn't want people ending this podcast and feeling badly about the Kenji Jojima situation. Because while he did opt out and leave two years and $15.8 million uh, with the Seattle Mariners on the table, he turned around and signed a four-year, $21 million deal with the Hanshin Tigers. So yes. he got his money. It's okay. He yeah. just got out of Seattle. Um, yeah. He's he's just fucking out of here. A-OK for Kenzie Jojima. Good for him. You guys are selling chocolate-covered crickets in left field. I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. Speaking of just being out of here, Gary Sanchez out of the league. That's crazy. He gone. That's crazy. <laughs> Couldn't even get a minor. Maybe he was getting minor. I'm I'm sure he probably was fielding minor league 
contract offers. Yes, yeah, yeah. Someone. Someone, someone thinks he can run into one. It's just whether or not he wants to. Yeah. Well, remember he was on the best lineup ever created last week. He was part of the best lineup ever. I mean, he was. It was like the dragon meme, where he's yeah, he's I mean, the goofy doing, fuck one. It wasn't the best lineup. They were <laughs> kind of trash. They weren't trash, but they Ed the hyena from Lion yeah. King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I won't let you talk shit on my Dominican people. By the way, well, they had some tough injuries, tough steroid users. Allegedly. Whoa. Wow! Listen, I said allegedly. I vindicated him. No, I mean it's not allegedly. Like Nelson Cruz was on the biogenesis list, and uh, Robinson Cano tested positive like six times. Yeah, but that's our bench. <laughs> sure, the that's starting the lineup captains. was clean. The team captains, man. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, hang with him. Um. Uh. But yeah, before we go. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys are into WC, uh, WBC merch, you could, you could probably head on over to, head on over to, uh, I don't know if it's the starting nine anymore. I'm not sure what they got going on over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I designed some Shohei t-shirts about three years ago. And, uh, if you're interested in those, those, them out. those are the, those are the merch items that are leading the charge over mm-hmm. there three, three years ago. So go get them in you. I, I saw I saw the tweet go out. Um, I don't even know how it ended up on my timeline because I don't I don't follow the fucking main account anymore. Like the set, they gave me like the Chris Benoit treatment. Like the second that I left, they like unfollowed me on everything and erased our fucking video library. Like they, oh yeah, they they treated was- me like I fucking did like a triple murder suicide. I'm like Jesus fucking Christ! All what? I did was leave for a better opportunity. And what's hilarious about that is all the shit I heard all those people talk on other people that would leave and then unfollow people or whatever. They're like, oh, yeah, the max, the mass unfollow now that someone left the pirate ship, the mat. And I'm just like, man, do you got this is oh, it's it's entertaining to me. Well, I, I saw I, the tweet pop up and I was like, oh, they 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 anticipated Japan winning. And then I was like, wait a second. I was like Dallas, Dallas designed that three years ago. Yeah, Dallas designed this fucking thing in like 2019, <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, get your get your brand new Shohei Otani merch." It's like Jesus Christ. Is that, oh. that's a, a three sword samurai T shirt though. Oh man, <laughs> let's uh, Jake trademark that. We're gonna do the three sword samurai T shirts. Just have <laughs> just have Shohei fucking. Holding two samurai swords and then just one just leaning up against his, his piece. <laughs> Unsh- you want him sheathed or unsheathed, Jerry? Yeah. Yeah. I just want him fucking. Yeah. I just want him unsheathed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> all right. We'll see. We go. <laughs>